by connecting with people and opening up about those experiences that you feel make you different is the very thing that's going to give you what you're actually looking for. Welcome to Connect Back In Podcast. I'm Morgan King, your host, and I'm so passionate about sharing with you the spiritual concepts that have transformed my life. It is not always an easy path, but I know within my soul that if it's good on the inside, it's good on the outside. Through interviews with experts and my personal experience, we will break down how to live a spiritual life in today's society. My hope is that you find the inspiration and support you need as you explore your own journey to connect back in. Hello, it is Morgan King, your host with Connect Back In. Thank you, as always, for pressing play and for being here. I just got back on Monday night from a pretty cool experience. Well, actually, it ended on Friday, but you guys have heard me talk about Alan Cohen, who's an author. He's a life coach, and he also has created something called the Holistic Life Coach Training Program, which I am now a member of, and I'm going through the process of training because I feel like this element of life coaching, holistically especially, will not only help me in my current career, which is real estate, but also with this podcast and to potentially do some coaching in the future Um, just because coaching has helped me so immensely because it allows you to put glaring awareness on your blind spots, which our blind spots are really what holds us back. So I don't really have a script for today. I feel like a lot of my episodes as of recent have been very like step-by-step. Here are the top five things that I learned or whatever. And I figured today I would just riff on this past week, what I learned from it and how important it is to experience retreats like this with like-minded individuals, whatever avenue that looks like for you. It could be like a bird convention and you work, you connect with people who are obsessed with birds or a baking retreat or yoga or woodworking or whatever your passion is. It's so valuable to connect with people who understand you and get you. And one of the first things that I recognized going into this retreat, it was 20 of us. We had met via Zoom in advance. And it's so funny when you see someone's picture on that little screen, how you can conjure up or your brain can conjure up who they are. I got to say I was wrong about every single person in the best way possible though. Everyone was so cool and unique and has a different perspective and background, just like all of us do. But we all came together on this one level. And it was this desire to be light workers, to help other people, to know that there is a better way than the one we were were taught. And it was just so beautiful to come together and to be vulnerable. It was like such a safe space. And we all felt really connected right away. Alan just not only attracts those people, but that sets the tone and the energy. So we walked into the room and I think the first thing was we had to go around and say something that nobody knows about us. I mean, what a way to start a retreat. I had a pretty awesome story, but obviously I'm going to keep that wrapped up because you're not supposed to know it about me. Um, But yeah, it was fantastic. And like one thing that I found that was a common thread is it's like two things. So 
each of us, I've said this many times before on other podcast episodes, has our own unique blueprint. Not only from your soul, what you signed up, your soul contract, what you signed up for in this life, the parents that you chose, um, where you grew up, all those variables, but then also all the experiences that you've had thus far and what your desires are and what you like and what you don't like. And just recognizing that you're different. That part of you is different and it's supposed to be different. That's what creates growth and expansion and uniqueness. And you're the only you there is. You're the only you there ever will be in the history of history. There will never be another you that thinks the thoughts that you think because of the way you view the world. So there's that side of it. And then there's this whole other side of it where we think we're separate. We believe we are different from others and we are so not different from others. So our desires and how we see the world might be different, but the truth of it all is we are all looking for the same thing. And a lot of us carry the same limiting beliefs and thoughts about ourselves. It's pretty profound to recognize that and to see it in this physical form. Because I don't know about you, but I know for me, if I feel shame or if I feel fear or worry, I feel like I'm the only one. My brain tells me that you're the only one that's experiencing this. Or like kind of the idea I went into this um, retreat with is like a lot of people will look at me and they're like, wow, she must have had a really easy life. And I'm not saying my life's been hard, but I've definitely come across some challenges. And if you listen to the podcast, if you're a consistent listener, you know what those are. And if you don't, you can go back and listen to them because I'm not diving into that today. But I have. I've, I've come across some opportunities. And that's a part of this. Like we are here to experience challenges, not only as human beings, but if you see it in nature, like it's meant to go through stress and challenges because that's what allows it to grow and change and flourish and become what it's meant to become. So not saying that those opportunities and challenges that I had are bad, but when I go into experiences such as this, where I'm anticipating being vulnerable and opening up, it's almost like, oh man, I have some stories that they don't know anything about. And everyone I felt like had that in that room. So if that's the 20 people, I guess we're like-minded individuals, but think of the people around you and that feeling or that voice that's telling you, I'm the only one that's experienced this. I'm the only one that has shame or I feel worry, or whatever it is, we all have the desire to belong, to feel seen and heard. And by connecting with people and opening up about those experiences that you feel make you different is the very thing that's going to give you what you're actually looking for. So by opening up and sharing vulnerably the things that you feel shame about or that you don't belong or that you're worried about, instead of putting on the face that everything's okay and 
you have no problems and you have no fears and you have no worries. And maybe you do, which is amazing. That's fantastic. That's great. But if you don't, like majority of us, that is what will help you connect to another person on a human level. Instead of, hey, how's it going? Oh, it's good. How are you? Good. What's new? Oh, you know, nothing. Same old, same old. How many of you have had that conversation? (laughs) I've had it about 10,000 times. And I'll tell you, I'm the one that drives that conversation. I'm the one that starts that and says that. But I don't want to do that anymore. Because I feel nothing when that happens. When I truly feel connection is when I'm like, oh yeah, my husband walked out on me. (laughs) They're like, whoa. And then they're like, oh yeah, me too. Or my dad died. And they're like, oh yeah, me too. Or my mom passed away or whatever their thing is, is a reflection of mine. Everyone has a story. And that story is what allows you to connect to one another And your ego wants to keep you separate. That's your fear brain. No one understands me. I'm separate. I'm different. I don't belong. Could not be further from the truth. And by opening yourself up, connecting with like-minded people, sharing vulnerably, and then knowing it's a safe space and getting that information received, they heard you, they see you, you belong It is the best feeling in the world. It's what we're all looking for, that sense of freedom and love and belonging. We go chasing these external circumstances, the career, the job, the weight loss, the money, whatever it is, assuming that it will give us that, the physical world circumstances. But in reality, it's available to us now through human-to-human connection. That soul, the space in between your thoughts. So you know that incessant voice that's, Kind of can run the show sometimes. I refer to mine as Helen. It's my ego voice. It's my fear brain. It comes in. It's frantic. It's very absolute. It talks about my worries or what could go wrong. That's not who you are. That's your thoughts. The observer of your thoughts, the space in between your thoughts, that source energy, that's who you are. And that is what connects us all together. We all have that. So especially during a time where people might have different opinions or outlooks or whatever, and just knowing that we're all the same, we're all doing the best that we can, we are truly so much more connected than we think we are. And just reminding yourself of that so that you can create these beautiful connections and have a fulfilling, joyful, one and only life on this road. So I don't even know what just happened, just blacked out and went on a riff. But I feel like that was a valuable share because for me, that's the number one thing I got from this retreat is knowing that, yes, we're all different. We all have a different background. We have all different desires. But at the the core level of who we are, we all want the same thing. And we are, we are able to give that to each other. The next piece of it, I learned from kind of the coaching perspective of things, which was very fascinating I have this podcast. I love being the fixer because that's how I looked at myself is I would have a problem or an obstacle and I'd say, okay, here's the way in which I need to adapt or I need to shift my perspective or whatever, whatever. I need to read this book, go to this coach training, whatever. The list never ended. And over time, I recognized that what I was looking for wasn't necessarily outside of me. 
It was inside of me. And I had all the answers. Connect back in, right? That's what the podcast is all about. And yet, when friends, not well, clients too in my profession, call me, ask me for advice, I tend to be the advice giver. Even when they don't ask me for advice, like full-on unsolicited. Like, hey, yo, I'm just calling to express and feel heard. I'm like, here, let me give you a ton of steps that are based on my view of the world, not yours. And I want you to do them or I will become upset. <laughs> like thinking about it that way makes absolutely no sense. But you know, the brain. So what we learned is that not only are we all whole, but we all have our whole, our own answers to what it is we're looking for. And the ability to have someone there on the other side, the life coach, the holistic life coach is what we're training for, to listen, to validate you that they're listening is literally the two biggest steps and then a potential reframe. So every experience, every circumstance is really two circum- or two things, the wanting of it and the not wanting of it. Both are always available to you. And it's really dependent on how you want to view the situation And some of us get stuck in victim mode and sad sack and are like, this is not working for me. My life is over. Why is this happening to me? And then there's this other side of it that's like, this is going to work out. I'm growing from this. Maybe I am meant to go in another direction. Maybe this door closed on me because another one's opening or whatever it is. But really, so it's listening, reflecting back that you're listening And so that's validating. And then a reframe. Those are kind of the three primary elements that we learned from coaching. And there's a lot that goes into that. We did a lot of practicing. And Alan is honestly makes it look so easy. He can finesse and speak from the heart. And he's done it for so long that it's very natural to him. But what I found interesting when I would do this with other coaches, because we practiced on each other, is people truly were able to come up with their own solution by simply just listening to them. And how often are you not listening to someone? You're either on your phone, you're thinking about your to-do list, what you need to do later. Maybe you're thinking about what you're going to say next, how you're going to respond, and you kind of block them out. It's so unfortunate because I know I'm, I'm totally one of those people. I love to talk clearly. I'm literally talking to myself on a podcast every week. (laughs) And I love it. It's like my favorite thing to do. But if you can just listen 10% more, if you can commit after listening today to listen to others 10% more, especially those who might be going through a challenging time. Yeah, you're not a coach, but these are things that we can apply to our daily life. And I've already seen just such huge, huge shifts with other people by just simply sitting there and listening and reflecting back to them what they said, and then they come up with their own solutions. And what's so beautiful about that is kind of how I mentioned what I have for a step-by-step fixer, if you will, quote unquote, isn't even going to support them because they have a whole different toolbox that they're dealing with in their life, where they want to go, where they've been, what they think, what they believe, all those different variables. So allowing someone to truly tap into their inner wisdom and guide themselves to the truth of who they are is the biggest blessing in the world. And I cannot wait to get started and to dive into this and really practice this because even doing it, like I said, during the coach training, 
and watching people come up with their own responses or their own answers is just the most beautiful thing because oftentimes we look outside ourselves for the answers and they're not out there. They're inside. They're in us. Everything you're looking for is already in you. You just have to uncover it and unmask it because of all the things that we've been taught over our lives. So on this note, what's kind of interesting that I found the most profound shift I had was because I've come across obstacles in my life and I recognize that pretty much up until I was 30 years old, I was very much asleep to life. I was a pretty positive person overall, but I didn't get life. I didn't understand why we were here. My idea was, okay, I'm here to check all the boxes, to go to college, to get married, to have a kid, to have a good job, to have nice things, to travel and to experience stuff. Whether I was happy or not, I didn't really care because what was driving my happiness was checking all these boxes, right? So as long as I was deemed worthy by society, by checking these boxes, I'd be all right. Lo and behold, no surprise here, it didn't really work out, right? So I came across some books. I went through some life challenges that kind of slapped me to the ground in the best way possible, wake me up. And it was such a profound shift at first that it was so life-changing. My internal world changed, but also my external world changed. So I came to understand, at least in my rational brain, that I must make a big shift when things are wrong. And I also need to look for areas of opportunity within my life. So kind of scanning and focusing on what needs to be fixed. So again, the fixer mentality. And I love this stuff. I really do enjoy learning more about spirituality, kind of why I believe that we're here, how this all works, what we're meant to do, et cetera. So I enjoy that. I listen to podcasts every day and audibles and Abraham Hicks YouTubes. And I go to these courses and I do a lot of stuff like this. But the objective has kind of always been to like fix something about me. What's wrong with me now? And when Alan even just mentioned this last night, and I'm sure you've heard this before, but if 98% of your life is going right and 2% of your life is going wrong, If you focus on the 2%, 100% of your life will be going wrong and vice versa. If 98% of your life is going crappy, 2% is going well. If you focus on the 2%, you'll only see the well, right? And where I was is like 99% of my life was functioning extraordinary. But I was so obsessed with finding what needed to be fixed because I found such value in that way back when, before I started all of this, that I assumed there must be something else because that high, that shift created a new baseline for me. And it was almost like I didn't recognize that I had a new baseline. So I'm like, okay, where is this next profound shift going to happen? And I totally believe that I'm still obviously very much um, new to this path. I'm going to grow and learn and change and evolve over time. But the one thing I got back or got from it when I got back is I was like, holy crap, like, I freaking love my life. (laughs) Like I'm healthy. I'm married to an incredible person. I love my job and I have passion for my job and I make money for my job and I have so much freedom. I live in literally the exact place that I want to live. I have beautiful friends and family. I have deep connections with people. I have everything that I could ever want, even when I didn't know I wanted it. 
And I was so caught up in trying to become or fix myself that I couldn't even see it. And so since I've been home, I'm just like freaking so overwhelmed with joy because I'm just like, I cannot believe this. Like, how could I not see this? All is to say is I'm in this moment right now, but I've been in the other moment where I focused on all the things that weren't working. And if that's you right now, that's okay. There is a shift available for you as well. And what's interesting is it's like, I do affirmations. I did all the things and I'm still seeing the negative. Not even the negative, but just like not seeing the good in it. And so it took this immersion into a group where I was kind of able to break myself down and really see that like I know so much more than I give myself credit for. And my life is actually pretty freaking good. There's nothing serious going on here. So I thought that was a really beautiful, profound shift. And I'm kind of sitting with that energy right now. And it feels glorious. And, oh, I actually did write something down here. It says the importance of immersion, which I just talked about. So allowing you to step away from your life, especially if your life's chaotic. If you have like seven kids, you own a business, maybe you have 20 dogs and like 50 horses. (laughs) Like, like, girl, you cray. (laughs) Or boy, you cray. Um, And you need to step away and kind of go into this like fantasy land. And especially right now when there's so much going on, there's so much pressure and heavy energy. And you go into these experiences, you connect with other people that are like, hey man, I see you. I get you. I understand why you think the way you think, at least a little bit, because I kind of think that way too. And then you walk away and you come back into the into your life and you have this whole new fresh perspective. There's actually a movie called The Hero's Journey, which Alan Cohen's actually in it. I'm going to link it up in the show notes. It's free on YouTube. And it's such a beautiful movie. And it really represents this, is how you come across an obstacle in life. So you're going along your daily life. You come along an obstacle. It's a divorce, a job loss, whatever it is. It's a shift. And you maybe go into this experience of pain and not struggle, but like just shifting. The world as you knew it no longer exists, essentially. So you have to find this new way of being and you find this new way of being and then you come back into your reality and you share what you know. And that's what the hero's journey is all about. And it's based off the teachings of Joseph Campbell, who is extraordinary. The cave you fear to enter holds the treasure you seek. That's one of his quotes among many. Um, and yeah, so you might be on your hero's journey right now, or maybe you don't and you're in pure bliss and you're doing great. And that's fantastic too. Wherever you are is where you should be. Not should be. It's where you are. (laughs) Wherever you are is where you are. And it's perfect. And everything's working out for you and it's all happening as it should. And just releasing that pressure from yourself that things should be different than they are and knowing that you're always supported, you're never walking alone, whether it's this podcast or a friend or a parent or a source or whatever it is that you believe in, you're not alone. Not only in that entity, but also with your thoughts and how you feel and feeling shame or unworthy or not enough or not seen or not heard or misunderstood or whatever your story is that you're telling yourself that you feel, 
that's okay. And you're definitely not alone in those feelings. And that is really what this podcast is meant for, is to remind you that A, you're awesome as hell and you're doing it right. Even if you're like on the street doing heroin and you don't have a house, I don't mean to laugh there. That was not funny. If that's you, there's a reason why that's happening. Maybe you're meant to hit rock bottom and then you go and you speak to other people who are heroin addicts. I don't know. This whole thing is crazy, but it's just a reminder to maybe settle in and let yourself breathe a little bit and release some of the pressure and give yourself some freedom and just know that you are exactly where you should be. So I hope you found today's episode helpful in one way or another. I kind of rambled, but I feel like it was valuable to share. Um, Please subscribe to the podcast, leave a review. I would love to hear what you think, or you can DM me at Morgan King Real Estate on Instagram. Continue to stay safe out there. Love each other, love yourself. And until next time. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, then head on over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. We sincerely appreciate your feedback. Stay tuned for another episode of Connect Back In. And thank you for listening. 